You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. Hope y'all enjoy. Compatibility plays a huge role in choosing friends, business partners, and of course, romantic partners. So what is compatibility and how can we make sure that we're compatible with others? Dun, dun, dun. Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Welcome to Carly's Couch. Glad to have you here with us as always. Thanks for listening. Thanks for leaving those five stars, comments, etc. If you haven't in a while, hit pause right now and go ahead and do it. Um, right get us now. right for 2023. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Because we we on bigger and better. We just get, keep getting better. So we need those reviews to keep rolling in. And also, um, as you listen to this episode today, think about um, people in your life um, that you might be dating or friends, et cetera, um, and see what their thoughts are on compatibility as well. So I think compatibility is an important topic because um, everybody's always talking about it. So whether you're scrolling any social media, it's always kind of about like, um who people like who you know um do they like me back you see astrology conversation all over the place so like um as soon as you meet somebody it's like well, what's their sign and looking it up and asking um what is that joke it's like a joke about like um oh if she asks you what city you were born in um and what time like run because or if he, she's trying to look it up i'm about to say or if he already knows his big three that he's a hoe <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of talk right um and then there's a lot of ways that people talk about compatibility um and so today we're going to just really break it down talk about um what compatibility really is all about and how we can make sure that it benefits us in our relationships so when we're thinking about compatibility like what what is it what is compatibility to me um i think about about compatibility and i think about having um a shared outlook on life and shared values for um, wanting the same types of things out of life that we can do well together um, because we're not always like butting heads. What about for you? What does compatibility uh, mean to you? Um, Pretty similar in my head. I see a picture though, like of like puzzle pieces that fit together. It's just that like, um, like even in business, I think about like, oh, like you might have strengths where I have weaknesses. And so we're good. Like we make a good team, like, like people that make a good team that can work well together, um, that have shared vision and that get along, um, pretty well. Mm -hmm. Even in that example, I think it's the shared vision part that, um, makes people with different strengths and weaknesses work well or not, or like be compatible. Um, so it's like going a little bit beyond like the surface of just like what might attract you or, uh, what sparks like chemistry, et cetera, in you to really like, okay, could we survive together? Um, so one definition that I saw that I liked was compatibility is the capacity for two systems to work together without having to be altered to do so. So, Mm -hmm. you know, about, can you be your authentic and safe and full self, um, with another person in that works like you get along and that sounds obviously like a duh obvious thing but um so many relationships we see where it's like do people even like each other or like it's all about like how can you change or do a thing or how can I be more this less that um and not so much about just okay can you be yourselves and everything works smoothly yeah that last bit about um without having to be altered to do so is a little bit poetic and I've never like heard that so I I love that it was put that way um you mentioned earlier chemistry and compatibility like what what's the difference and what are those like when it comes to relationships 
chemistry, um, I think is one of those things that you can have with a person, um, regardless of like how, how much you know about them or, um, and chemistry is not a, like a glue that keeps you together. To me, I think a chemistry is more of like a spark. I think a chemistry is we, um, every time we see each other, we can joke it up, we can laugh, we can have fun. Um, we can enjoy each other in the moment we flow together effortlessly. Um, but the difference in compatibility for me is that being more of a good fit based off of the shared values. So we can laugh and joke it up and, um, and you might want to, uh, go to church every Sunday and the other person be like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in that, but y'all have a great time when y'all link up. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, or other things like there's lots of different reasons and different, um, things that might not be shared that don't quite make you compatible, but you guys have a great chemistry together. Do you think that one is more important than the other? Like, can you have a great relationship if you're compatible, but you don't have any chemistry and maybe vice versa? Uh, I don't know. I think you cannot, I think you would not have a full relationship without compatibility. Um, and it can be okay with chemistry, but even in my experiences, those relationships that have a lot of chemistry and very low compatibility is also a lot of like arguing. It's a lot of the, uh, types of relationships where you're like in and out a lot. Um, and you keep coming back cause it's like, it's fun, but also that downtime is just really messed up. Um, so I don't think that that's a thing. Um, being compatible with somebody without the chemistry is also doesn't really sound very fun. And so that might uh, be somebody you're compatible with, but, um, also if part of like a value or a shared thing is about like a certain, uh, humor or fun that you want to have in your life or envision for your life, then you may actually just not be as compatible if you don't have all of that chemistry, but I don't think you can, you will always have chemistry or I think that that can change. So I think you could be compatible and be with somebody and the way chemistry looks or, um, shows up can be different. Mm, and I think that, um, the biggest piece of that is like share vision. It's like, man, we can be having a good time and not going nowhere. Like this cannot be like going anywhere and thinking about life as it's moving forward. It's like, you know, I think compatibility is important mainly because it's like, you know, we're going to similar places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, when we think about compatibility with another person, there's like a lot of different things you can maybe think about, um, like a list where it's like, all right, well, what about this, this and this and this? Like, where do we stand with these things? Um, so one of them is like a vision for your a lifestyle. And lifestyle encompasses a lot of things. So um, if you're thinking about um, a friend, it may be like, all right, do we both like to be outside as much or like to go places or does one like to just be inside all the time? Um, with a partner, it might be, okay, what is their vision for having a family life? Like your whole relationship is not going to work if one person really wants one thing and the other person really doesn't want to have kids or something like that. Um, your lifestyle can be about how much you want to travel. Your lifestyle can be about how much work you want to do. Or um, if you're one of those people where everything is always about work and you really just want to, you know, be buckled up and spend that much time doing things. So there's a lot of different pieces of lifestyle that's like, okay, it needs to be understood. Um, and for you to be able to live a life that's compatible with somebody. And that means you're not altering your state means like, can you be that and live that and go that direction without there being friction from that other person? Mm, that one is, is huge. Another one is um, having a similar like mind capability or like in intellectual level because you don't want someone who like doesn't like to read and never wants to expand themselves and then someone who really does 
Um, I do think that, you know, sometimes opposites can attract, but like you really want someone who can keep up with you in conversations, especially if you enjoy talking. Yeah, and I think it also is a signal when you don't. Like if you if you're somebody who is attracted to people who are um, not as intellectual as you, like they're not into the same things that causes a lot of friction. Um, and that can also maybe show like you might have control issues or power issues as well, where it's like you rather feel like you're the smartest person. Mm. But actually, um, I could think of a relationship actually where. And I don't even know if it's as much intellectual as like they just they're both very smart, but they just like consuming different things like um, very reality based versus like documentary style. So it's like they never they don't enjoy a lot of things together um, because they don't like to engage their minds in the same way with like media and stuff like that. And I've seen how that can like cause some issues at times. Um, another another um, characteristic of being compatible is shared values. And I think. I think that this is the biggest one. Um, if you, and I, I've in my past had um, examples where our values are just super different. And I guess partly like the way we see life. So like ideas around like what's forgivable and mm. around grace or around what's wrong. So there have been things that to a partner of mine, like these are bad things to do or they're wrong things to do, or I it needs to be done this way. And, uh, and I just definitely just, like I okay I don't agree or like for me it doesn't it doesn't look like that it looks totally different um and so we had like a lot of just different values and so because some so many of those core things were so off it's like it just is always we, we never could center back to the same space um and so imagine if you have the same shared values as somebody where um you agree on what's important in life and you agree on the ways to approach life or the ways you approach life um imagine how much more easy conflict resolution is imagine um how much easier it is to like be on the same page about particular like causes or issues things of that nature um imagine how much more power that gives you in like working um against or for whatever a thing might be um and even just in how you view life right to have a partner or somebody who can understand that a little better and who can allow you to live in that and express that without it being uh confrontational Man, that's huge. Um, I think that that's so, so, so important. And you kind of kind of touched on it, but I would say, like, in this, also, like, people's methods of communicating. Mm-hmm. Like, because somebody could be, you know, someone who runs away from stuff and doesn't really want to talk about stuff, and there's people who want to talk about stuff all the time. We mentioned a little bit about attachment styles, but, you know, that's also, like, conflict styles. Like, how do you deal with conflict? Like, what's your um, capacity to, like, forgive someone and give them space for something or like, do you always just cut them off at it? So thinking about like how you just handle everything that happens in life. Cause you have to, you're going to end up talking to your partner or your friends or whoever, like more than probably anything else. Mm-hmm. And those methods of communication and probably all these actually can reflect back on your values too. Because imagine if, um, you know, you, if I feel like, Oh, you're lying to me because you didn't tell me something as soon as you thought it. Right. And, and the other person might be like, no, I just, that's not just what I want to talk about right now. Or, you know, like it's just, it just can be different for people. And so imagine um, because you communicate differently, maybe you want to process longer or you're not ready to talk when they are, whatever to them, they consider that, they, oh, you're lying to them or, or you are doing something that's wrong according to what they value. So all of those things can definitely be um, signs that you are, are, are definitely parts that are important in compatibility. Also complementing goals. If, um, if you are a person who wants to see the world and you're with somebody who um, is wants to be very secure, is very 
gung ho about I want a house or I want to, you know, just live in a certain space or in a certain way and you want things to be different, then where exactly do you expect both of y'all's lives to go? Like one of you has to alter um, or has to be okay with like, um, you know, having less than what you desire. And so things like that, of course, are important as well. Like do your goals complement each other? And again, none of this stuff is like they have to be the same, um, but it's important to understand and have these conversations with folks because, um, you know, if you're on a dinner date or if you're out at a party and you're just chatting with somebody and you're like, oh, we could be friends, um, but they talk about how, like, they hate smoking and um, they want to travel the world and this and this and this. Like, pay attention to that. And it's okay if it's like, oh, I know I'm opposite from all those things. So, like, let me not keep going down this path for no reason if we may not be compatible to be friends. So all of these things are helping you to show, like, what compatibility looks like, but also um, kind of give you ways to have conversations so you can learn about other people and understand um, where you might not be compatible. Yeah. And knowing like where your values are, I think this also comes with people's like non-negotiables. Like if you, you know, want kids and somebody doesn't like, that's a huge area of like not compatibility. Um, but when kind of in the same thing that I think that we don't think about when it comes to compatibility, a lot is like having a matching sex drive. Or, um, I would also add like openness to kinks and trying different stuff. Like what's your comfortability with your own sex life. And you're also like your partner exploring theirs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And like um, how expressive you are, um, whether like with sex, with day to day, like all of that stuff. Like, I mean, there we I feel like we know all the things, but it's more just a matter of like, all right, first of all, when you think about compatibility and this is something we haven't even brought up yet, but like knowing yourself, um, we've talked about that in different episodes, knowing yourself, we've talked about um, knowing what are your values and things of that nature. And so like, if you're very clear on yourself, then I feel like that will take the, um, friction away from like dating and meeting people in general, and all of those things, because you feel more like, you know, yourself, you're confident in yourself. And so it allows you to approach compatibility, uh, from a way, not necessarily trying to be like, Oh, will this person match with me? But like, you know who you are. And so like, what am I being attracted to? Um, at this moment, like as you meet other people. So like knowing yourself makes a huge difference. I think that's obviously the most important to start, but then it's cool because then we can kind of become fun. It's like, you know, what, what works best for me? Like what, you know, without altering, which I still love, but like what works best for me? Like what is the most fun? When do I feel the most seen and the most myself in in all of these instances? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like one thing, um, I feel about compatibility, which one thing um oh up here about compatibility i think that's important is like how important how like is compatibility everything like how important do you think compatibility is um carly like what is it an important thing to like for example like you're on a first date and like let me figure out if we're compatible or like where where does it play in like moving around and building relationships yeah i think um I think it's, I think compatibility is really important, especially like shared vision and values. Like I don't really have anybody in my life that's not aligned with those things. Um, but I don't think maybe that's like a a first date thing. I think that's like when you're figuring out people's personalities and stuff and you can start to ask questions. Um, I think it's, I think it's really important Mm -hmm. like when it comes to it. But I think, um, for me, it's something that you kind of learn as you go along because you're not going to know somebody's like conflict resolution and communication styles right up. But like the big things you should probably start to figure out pretty early because you don't want to end up 
you know, fall in love with somebody who com- is completely misaligned with everything that you're working towards. Yeah, but I think that, like, in everything you see of a person, it, it can give you some notes. And I think that it's important to pay attention to, like, those little notes or, like, those hmms when you see them sometime. So, like, for example, I don't like the idea of, um, like, you just start maybe talking to somebody and then, like, rushing to look up, like, oh, how does a Scorpio and an Aquarius, like, match up? Um, which, you know, it's kind of fun to do those things, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but but what is that doing? It's fun because it gives you, like, this false sense of security. Um, and, like, when, anytime I do that, it's just, like, it's like you want to try to guarantee something instead of, like, living it out and just seeing, like, what happens, right? And it's kind of like you're trying to get ahead and um, hmm, what could be a thing. And, and it's just, like, doing too much um, instead of allowing things to play out. Um, but I do think now with social media and dating apps and um, all the methods and ways in which we can see who a person is just from what they even say all day, um, that there's also been times where I might have gone out on a date with somebody. But then, like, if I see them uh, tweeting, are they talking about certain issues in a certain way or like about women in a certain way or whatever? And then I'm, I am going to be like, eh, like, I don't you know, you can joke and be a troll or you want or whatever. But like, also, that's not the type of person um that I know I wouldn't necessarily be involved with so why am I going to keep wasting my time like talking to them so I think there's a lot of things you can't see about people um but you always have to stay open to like exploring with them and I think that similar to like with the last episode part of compatibility is like if you can if you're feeling safe with a person um and so yeah like I think uh getting to know somebody letting it unfold um and figuring out the compatibility is important without trying to like force it or make it like a rush thing like you're just trying to find a quick answer um to tell you how is this going to turn out instead of just like living it day to day yeah and I feel like that's the risk you run sometimes when you approach things like with a checklist like okay well you have this job and you make this amount of money and okay Mm -hmm. you got the car and you live this and you want to stay in California oh we're good it's like then you try to like make stuff fit but also remember like it's easy for people to have a facade for like the first however many months you dating. And I think like two years. Yeah. And if you come up with like, man, I love a man who showers me with flowers in the morning, you know, every day. And who does this? Like people can start to feel what you tell them that you want. And that might not even be them too. Mm-hmm. And so being being weary, like also of looking at compatibility as a checklist, as opposed to like things that you feel out and explore together. Yeah. And also you could be compatible with somebody and they be boring or not. You don't have chemistry or you don't mm. have connection. And again, all those other things that are part of the formula um, to have. So I think it is important to understand like what formula makes sense for you. But it's more than just compatibility. But compa- without the compatibility, um, I don't think you have longevity. And I think that's maybe the difference, mm. um, longevity of your relationship. Because it's okay to have relationships in all kind of areas that might not be, like, that long forever or, or whatever. But um, in thinking about it that way, it won't go far and help you where you're going if you're not compatible. Can you be too compatible with somebody? What does that mean? Meaning, like, um, so you were talking about the couple earlier who, you know, explore their media in different ways. Like, what if y'all all y'all like the same shows and y'all have the same hobbies and, like, they're both Scorpios and both like to run mm-hmm. in the morning and maybe that's like a personal question. Maybe maybe it depends on how it plays out too, right? Like, somebody was exactly like you in every way, then that might be something that's super boring or whatever. But if uh, somebody, if you all have the same, if like, if for me, it's important to like have a lot of, to do things together. So 
it's cool that we have a lot of interests and hobbies um, that are aligned. And I'm likely anyway to like whatever that person's hobbies are to like learn about them and be interested in those as well. And so um, we might not have friction, but I'm sure that there's going to be something that's not not just like me um, based off of their background and other things. So I don't know if you can be too compatible. I'm, I'm going to say no. Mm. And on the opposite side of that, um, do like if we're talking about compatibility, like is it is it bad to be opposite of someone? Do you think opposites mm-hmm. attract? I think that opposites can attract, but I think that um, opposites in the areas that we mentioned earlier with the values, goals, et cetera, will not have compatibility. Um, and so, but you can be opposites. Like to what you said, you can have similar um, compatibility with the shared values, goals, where you can look at things and deal with things, but maybe you have opposite interests and opposite um, things that you do or like to do, et cetera. And so in that way, sure. But I don't think you can have opposite um, like core things and be compatible. I agree with that. And I do think sometimes um, like shared core compatible foundation but then opposites could even be a good thing in certain areas like if one person is more patient and the other one's more quick to pop off like you can learn from each other and grow as long as y'all have that shared foundation mm-hmm. yeah so um think about um how you're compatible with others think about what what your kind of checklist and things look like for you of what you enjoy love value etc um and think about how your friends, like, in what ways you're compatible. Compatible That might be a good first thing, actually. Mm-hmm. It's like people that you already uh, have in your life. In what ways are you compatible? and what ways are you not? Um, and then thinking about, like, okay, what does that play in the relationship? And, like, does that play into how, like, maybe some people are closer or you have a different type of relationship or whatever um, and what that means. Um, because the benefits of it is, like, you can really – you should really be able to be yourself, um, you should really like that person how they are. Like, it's not like you're trying to change them. Um, and y'all have enough commonalities to where, like, you can enjoy life together. So um, all those things are important for relationships um, and especially in building new ones. Man, so also look at y'all's relationships. And can you say those things about your relationships? I think that's also a great way just to, to look at them. And um, you were saying that, and I was like, man, uh I think Carly's couch works because we do have shared values and vision for like things, but then we're very different, which is a great thing because then it actually like makes it a lot more interesting um, instead of listening to like two of you or two of me, um, which I mean also might be interesting, but not as interesting mm-hmm. as having opposing point of views or ways of like perspectives of ways of looking at the world. Mm-hmm. And also you're the only Aquarius friend that I have. I think like I'm pretty sure you're my only Aquarius friend. You might need to go down the list and check that. <laughs> Um, okay, so hope y'all enjoyed this quick episode on compatibility um, and allows you to think about your relationships a little bit differently, more fuller. Um, this week's question, Carly, what brought you joy today? Um, driving with the windows down in the beautiful weather and just listening to music. What about you? Um, what brought me joy today was remembering I had leftovers last night. <laughs> Such a good feeling. <laughs> and I was like, man, what I'm about to eat real quick. I was hungry too. I waited till I got hungry. I was like, damn, what I'm about to eat. And I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> so I'm 
So win, baby. Um, yeah, that's a big win. Hit us. Let us know what you thought about this week's episode um, at Carly's Couch on our platforms. And also, what brought you joy today? See you next week.